In today's episode, I had the pleasure to discuss with one of the leading technical SEO experts, Darwin Santos from WebServe, and we've discussed various aspects of SEO in the context of e-commerce. Darwin emphasizes the importance of SEO in driving organic traffic and conversion for online stores. He also highlights the need for strategic planning and execution of SEO strategies, considering factors such as technical elements, trust signals, and semantic understanding. He also discussed the role of structured data and the evolving impact of AI on SEO. Overall, the conversation provides valuable insight into effective SEO practices for e-commerce businesses. In this conversation, Darwin discusses various aspects of SEO and its future. He talks about the importance of trust and backlinks in SEO, the role of AI in shaping the future of SEO, and the challenges faced by small brands in the SEO game. We've also discussed the role of resources in SEO, the efforts of search engines to give voice for smaller brands, and the implementation of SEO strategies across different platforms. Finally, Darwin introduced his new project, Add to Cart AI, which aims to revolutionize the way people shop online. Tune in for another invaluable episode about one of the most important subjects, SEO for e-commerce companies. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Ecom Pulse, your heartbeat to the world of e-commerce. I'm your host, Eitan Kotter. Join us as we meet with industry leaders, marketing experts, and the innovative minds behind the tech that is shaping the e-commerce future. So plug in, gear up, and get ready for a pulse-pounding journey into the heart of e-commerce. Darwin, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure having you here. How are you? Thank you, Ethan. I'm doing well. It's, a, it's my pleasure to be here with you as well. <laughs> Wonderful. So thank you so much for your time. We're going to talk today about one of the most interesting topics in marketing. And I know you are the expert in the field, all the SEO, technical SEO, and everything around SEO. So it's going to be an episode packed with a lot of knowledge and information. And I know you've been in the field for many, many years, won substantial awards and also been very, very successful in, in implementing some of the latest, you know, innovative strategies and, uh, and implementation around SEO. So please share with the listeners, I mean, who you are, right? What do you do these days? Well, thank you. Um, I'm a technical SEO strategist, senior strategist and AI innovation manager for WebServe. Prior to that, I uh, had been working with AMSIF for over uh, almost three years and mm -hmm. some months. And what I've been doing is working with the largest, biggest sites on the internet. That does not mean that I had to have uh, some work on smaller sites as well. And they are all fun because they present different challenges. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have been an SEO for over a decade. This is something that is a passion to me and that I enjoy doing on a daily basis. Amazing, amazing. And definitely SEO for e-commerce has uh, you know, very unique characteristics and so important aspect of any marketing um, you know, activity. Definitely a lot of brands are investing a lot in paid media, but we know that paid media is effective and ROS is effective in addition to a, a very solid you know, inbound strategy. So for you, I think let's try to maybe go back to the basics and please help us understand 
what does SEO or SEO strategy mean for, mean to you? And was it a, what is it like a, a real you know professional plan for SEO? Because we know it's a long term investment and long term effort. Absolutely. Well, SEO is an extension of what people want or need at any given moment. All of us are searching for something at any given time, right? Mm -hmm. So what SEO is, is, is a field that tries to match what the person is looking for at any given time with the service provider or the product seller and trying to make those two needs come together in a point of uh, space and time. So doing SEO and, and implementing the correct tactics allows for that connection to happen. Um, for e-commerce, for e-commerce, there's sometimes SEO can mean even up to 75% of purchases for some verticals. Uh, wow. At least 20% mm -hmm. is, is the normal. Uh, so SEO is something very, very important for all e-commerce stores throughout the world. Yes. Darwin, you have 10 years of experience in SEO and you have a really a unique perspective of what's working in, in the field of SEO. We have been working with some of the largest retailers and brands, but also with the small startups. So what is it like a solid plan for you and what's working these days? If you are an e-commerce that is, is a starting just, just about launching a website, mm -hmm. or if you are a very well-developed enterprise, SEO is key in the planning stages for mm -hmm. any launches or any any plans that you have to make a profit out of the digital space. And why is that? It is because any investments that is made towards SEO, it's, it's an investment that is going to have, that may have, if depending on, on the, depending on the, on the stage where you are or, or the stage of the product or service, mm -hmm. um, you, you are going to, you're going to have a CEO pay off either in the short term or in the long term, depending on the strategy that you implement mm -hmm. and depending on your goals. Let's say you are a brand new startup that, that is ready to launch a product on the marketplace yes. mm -hmm. and you are getting the design, you're getting uh, the copy together. You need to bring SEO right away to plan what is going to be the strategy that you're going to use to position that product once you launch the website. Okay. Does your website has all the products details needed for the people with that looking for the product do you have the product descriptions the meta descriptions titles uh, headings elements does your does your website or product page has all the necessary technical elements for search engines to find your product to be able to understand where your product lies within 
the, the space of all the other products that might be related to that. Mm-hmm. So all of those kinds of considerations need to be taken in order for you to be competitive on the e-commerce space. And if you want to get something out of it in the short term. Now, strategies, strategies uh, differ depending on what stage you, you are. If you want, um, if it is a brand new product where customers might not need, might not know what the product do, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what the product does, or or what the benefits are, there is something that you can do in SEO from a brand perspective, where you pair whatever you're trying to do with uh, paid and bring those keywords and bring those that data that paid is giving you and then feeding that back into your SEO strategy where you keep changing and interacting 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 uh, pardon me mm-hmm. on your product description on your product title uh, product page title and and see what sticks based on the data that you're getting from the paid uh, from the pay side. That is very important for someone who started, who's starting with a new, a brand new um, web page or a brand new product. Now, if you are a large enterprise e-commerce, you want to make sure that you're planning things out at least six months <laughs> before, uh, before anything happens. You want to have your strategy set what's going to be done, who's going to do it, when, at least six months before uh, Black Friday, for example. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the biggest day for many e-commerce sites in the world. Yeah. And, and since that's going to be your biggest day, the strategy is going to reflect that much effort that um, the strategy is going to reflect that much effort and that effort is going to have a payoff. So if the strategy is comprehensive enough for when Black Friday or any significant day uh, on on your business comes, um, you're going to have that payoff if you you dedicate enough uh, effort towards the strategy. So SEO is, is a very varied field that allows you to play on the short, medium, and long term. And it, it, all, it all starts with your goals. Interesting. So the big enterprise are more targeting specific, like major day dates on the, let's call it on the e-commerce calendar, right? And plan at least six months ahead in preparation Again, not just SEO, but probably all their, you know, backend supply chain and everything should be aligned. And also on the, on on the smaller scale brands, it's all about identifying, um, you know, the key differentiators probably, and then doing the their proper research in order to find out with the right keywords and definitely to be used in the in the product description or various you know, pages on the website. But you're also making sure that technically the pages are built up correctly, right? Absolutely. So that's uh, and this is obviously things that you work. How you are 
how usually the process works when you when you know a brand for example approach you um and and trying to work with you on establishing all these processes um what's the behind the scenes work that you are usually you know on the goes and in 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 preparation and also in the execution of these of these strategies so let let's take a a big enterprise e-commerce website mm-hmm. yeah uh, we have a, a significant uh day coming up uh, the first thing is what are the key products that we want to ensure that are ranking as best or as high as possible mm-hmm. by when the day happened what and then based on that goal and and those set of products and those set, set of categories that those products belong to what kind of strategies from a seo's perspective we can implement they might be buried one do we have a section or two or three from the homepage from the top category web page mm-hmm. from the sub category web page are the pages rendering are, can we ensure that from a technical perspective the the website allows us to present these products in these categories with the products showing on top by when this day happened mm-hmm. uh where if they ha- they are on top search engines can see just by the by the position where you put these links or where you put these section, sessions um that they are important can, search engines can determine the importance of things of elements on a web page so if you decide to put something on top search engines can say oh this is very important for this category or or for this uh website overall if you put it mm-hmm. on the homepage mm-hmm. so you you short all of these little things that add up at the end to tell search engines when this day happen or when we present these products and categories to you i want you to know that they are very important for us mm-hmm. and we are doing everything we can from a internal linking from a technical standpoint from a copy standpoint from a ux ui from a um cheaping and return guarantees mm-hmm. we're doing everything we can to tell you this is something that is very important for us for the store mm-hmm. and we want you search engine google being to treat it as such and if you send all of these little signals that take they might be little by themselves mm-hmm. but they do take lots of work lots of planning and strategizing yes. strategizing if you do that search engines might take your your word and say oh that's very important and it looks of quality when i put it against all these other products that exist out there how do they compare compare yeah can do they have great reviews if mm-hmm. if it is a new product do they have all the information that you need do you have faqs on the page um do you have a private a privacy policy page a return and return and and cheaping terms page mm-hmm. do you have everything that a customer needs to trust your website 
So it is a lot of little things like this that add up for you to for you to tell search engines, hey, don't rank me on page 50. Please bring mm -hmm. me up to top three positions. Yes, yes. And some of these little things that you mentioned, it's very, very interesting as well, is obviously technically, you know, the, the, the site, you know, configuration should be perfect. You know, technically, I mean, we should have all the right, you know, header structures, um, alt text on pictures, the right keywords, right? And we should also have reviews, as you said. What other elements are important? I mean, there is something that is working like best or that can speed up those processes or like videos or some other, you know, inbound ideas. Share with us more of these small things that's become, that are becoming more and more important. That's, that's, that's such a great question. Right now, things are changing. Things, well, things are always changing. On always the SEO, changing. Always yes. changing on the SEO space. However, as of late, changes uh, changes are happening so fast. Mm -hmm. And this is because Google has seen itself in a position that it's never seen itself before. And this position is that you have new entrants that for the first time ever, can do the same thing that they do, even sometimes better, um, and that's a threat. I don't know if you recall they they call something called uh, a code red, where they made the, the the founders of Google come back to work on the company. Yes. So all yes, all of the these, right team, the, yeah, the right team to confront the new threat, right? From Open AI, yeah. Exactly. So mm -hmm. because of this, they are on the move. And nowhere else that is reflected more than on the e-commerce space. And you can tell why. E-commerce is very profitable for anybody mm -hmm. who runs a marketplace like Amazon, like yeah. Shopify, or some mm -hmm. others where you can put products on. Google is trying to get into that space. Because it is, it is something that it is intrinsically internet. It is very, very, very off the internet to have an mm -hmm. e-commerce. You can have content anywhere, but if you want to have an e-commerce, you need to have the the right set of tools and, and technology for yeah. you to be successful. And mm -hmm. that that's not something that can be replaced from one day to the other, even if you bring AI to, to, the, to, the, uh, to the conversation. Yes. Um, so to, to, respond your, to, to respond to your question, what's working right now for e-commerce and what's important, right? You, you have to make sure that your pages are found and can be read by uh, search engines like Bing, like Google. So mm -hmm. technical requirements are a must. You, you need to ensure that you can render as many elements on the HTML, on the source of the page, mm -hmm. as you can. We know we like pages that are interactive, that have a lot of filtering, that have a lot of actions, that is that gets accomplished with a lot of JavaScript 
in some times, mm-hmm. mo- mm-hmm. most of the times. But if you want to, to ensure that your pages are crawled, that are understood as fast as possible, you want to ensure that all of those important elements, meta description, um, headings, title tags, uh, pricing, product description, variants, you want to ensure that your tech team brings all that information into the HTML. Okay. It's not that Google cannot see if you use JavaScript, if you use JavaScript to bring that information to your product page. They very well can, okay. but it is more costly for them. And since it is more, more costly for them, they have to process billions and billions of products mm-hmm. all throughout the world. There is an incentive incentive for your tech stack to be as efficient and as cheap to understand as possible. So as a technical SEO, for example, that's mm-hmm. something that I try to do with, with teams. Uh, I try to ensure that all the important information is right then and, is right then and there for search engines to read and parse. So that's, that's number one, technical okay. uh, stack. Yeah. Number two, you want to send the right trust signals. Can I trust you? How do I mm-hmm. know? How do I know that? Do you have product reviews? If you're new, do you have, uh, as we talked before, privacy policy, uh, privacy return uh, return pages, return policy pages? Uh, do mm-hmm. you have any guarantees for the product? Do you have any warranties for what you're trying to sell? Mm-hmm. If you have all those right things, oh, oh, not only that, does your product page looks good? Does it looks does it look trustworthy? Do the uh-huh. colors and branding and branding colors and things like that look looks fine? Uh, hmm. You don't have a, a log of of 512 pixels showing in a space where it was supposed to be only 128. So. Mm-hmm. All of these little things add up to trust. And if you're new, and I don't know who you are, but you're try- you're selling something that uh, I'm trying to decide if I should purchase f- from you, all of those little things are going to work in a sub- subconscious level to make me take my wallet and use my credit card on your website. Now, if you're non- well, you certainly, if you're known and, and you are a big e-commerce site, you certainly have those things or people uh, know who you are because you, you've done something good. Mm-hmm. Um, even though if you don't implement all the right SEO uh, requirements like Amazon, Amazon, they do SEO. They, they have been doing SEO as of late. Okay. But... Um, it's not that they they implement the best practices because historically they didn't have to. They they are Amazon, right? They build their their own brand, uh, and some search engines have implemented special um, considerations for sites like that one. Yeah. However, if you're not if you're not that big, 
or if you're not that well known to have special considerations from a search engine standpoint, then you need to make sure all your all your docs are aligned in a row. So yes. we have technical stack, we have trust, trust signals. Now we have something that is called semantic understanding. Semantic understanding, and this is not for your visitors. This is for search engines. Mm-hmm. You need to have the right elements for search engines and computers to understand what your category, subcategory uh, products are about and how they are related to one another. How you make sure that that happens is making sure you have, number one, the technical stack works right, mm-hmm. making sure that you have the truck signals, and then those two is, are going to feed into this third. This third is built primarily by the internal linking of the site. If you are an e-commerce that, that has a star product, a very small e-commerce, let's, let's say, you have a mm-hmm. star product or a star category, the website needs to tell the story that that is the star category of your website. That means that that uh-huh. category needs to be linked from everywhere. That makes sense, of course. It's, it's not it's, Spamming doesn't work nowadays. It does sometimes, but you don't want to be a spammer if you want to be in the business for a long time, for a, <laughs> for a long period. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure that your website tells a story that that category, that product is the star, is the, the thing that you're trying to sell. Um, you can do that for not only one product. You can do it for various products, various categories. There are mm-hmm. certain strategies that you can use to use dynamic internal linking where links and where they are positioned change based on uh, on any goal or any um, priority of the business for any given uh, period, stage, or season, that mm-hmm. those things can change and search engines understand those those changes. That that's part of uh, that's part of good good practices, right? You change your inventory, you change. You change product models, and then you make sure that all those signals from the old models, from the old products, from the old inventory are redirected into the new ones. So that's part of semantic semantic understanding. Another mm-hmm. big part of that is structured data. One of the things that I've seen a, a, a heightened focus from search engines is structured data. Why? Because structured data is a very simple, a very efficient way for search Mm -hmm. engines to understand what a page is about. And just in the last couple of years, there has been so many launches on new structured data, new properties, new schema types for products not only for products, but but for all kinds of websites. We Mm -hmm. even have um, new structured data for course types. So when you see search engines investing 
and releasing new technology or new requirements in a space as such. Uh, as, uh, when you see them release those things one after the other so fast, it is because mm -hmm. it is of some importance for them. Yeah. So the structured data allows them to understand pages and what they are about efficiently, cheaply. And mm -hmm. as an e-commerce, you want to make sure that your structured data is on point, that it has the right elements. So computers like search engines, what, what they are, they understand as fast as possible that your product page is is uh, product A, or let's say you have uh, a T-shirt that is, um, let's say you have a T-shirt, but you have variants of the of that T-shirt. You want yeah. to ensure that your your schema or your structured data reflects all those variants, but that's maintained. That is right? that is maintained. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you want to make sure that the blue one that is the the main one it is mm -hmm. seen as the main one and not the turquoise one that um, okay. changed the canonical and there's a mismatch of which one is supposed mm -hmm. to be the main product so all of all of these things can be uh, transmitted and, and and given to search engines through structured data, to, through the right imp implementation of, of structured data. Yes, yes. So it's like uh, maintaining kind of a consistency between products. This is one, but also highlighting the cash cow from within this product catalog, right? And probably elaborate more or let the surgeons understand that this is a, a star product, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, Darwin, it's... I'm really surprised by it. You, you are talking like more than half an hour about SEO without even mentioning the the word keywords, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is the, you know, for everyone, I mean, well, not experts, right? It's all about, okay, how do we find those keywords and how we find our niche, right? And what is the role of keywords in SEO today? Oh, that's... That's such a good one. That's that's very good. I liked it. I like that you picked up on on it. Yeah. Keywords are not important, but they are. Wow. No, but they but are. They are. <laughs> okay. They they are not important, but they are. Yeah. Let, let me explain myself. Okay. You want to ensure that if you have something, you have a product page for. Let's say I have this remote control, this is mm -hmm. from a Samsung TV. Yeah, uh, you want to ensure that you name it on the title: Samsung Remote Control for 47 inch inches monitor. You want to make sure that those keywords are there. Mm -hmm. But they are keywords because they correctly describe what the products are about. I cannot say, uh, well, I can, but what would I be doing? I cannot say that this will work for Sony TVs or this is for um, an Apple TV just because the, the Apple keyword has a higher amount of, of searchers and, and mm -hmm. volume. So I will be doing a disservice not only 
to the potential buyers because they are going to be disappointed when it gets home to their Apple TV. They go like this. They cannot turn on the, the monitor or the TV. Sure, sure. I, I'm doing a disservice to my business because I cannot be trusted. So from that st standpoint, keywords do not matter. If you do the right thing, which is naming the products and categories according according to what they contain and what they are mm -hmm. about, then mm -hmm. you are already doing the right thing. You, again, SEO is, is about, it's not about keywords. SEO is about matching people's needs and wants for information or products or services with the seller's needs and wants, which is to provide a product or a service and making, making sure that the clients understand that I, as a seller, have this yeah. product that you can find through a search engine. So that happens through the keyword. But the, the, the keyword is important in that way because it, it is the keyword, like a key that mm -hmm. unlocks the door between those two meetings. However, uh -huh. the business or SEO should not focus on the keyword. It should focus on the transaction happening. It should mm -hmm. focus on the conversion. It should focus on, okay, I'm getting 20,000 visitors to this category page. But uh, when they search for, and, and I've seen this so many times, there's something, there's something there behind it. Does it meet the intent of the searcher? So I've seen time and again where you have a page that it's about something. Well, uh, I, I've seen an e-commerce where people were searching for a lingerie, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you will think that that will be uh, maybe a, a woman looking for something, something for her or a husband or looking for a gift. But I've seen where the intent, that's not the sole intent, where there are other people searching for those kind of pages because they, they, have, they have a need to look at the imagery that those kind of pages uh, normally have, right? Which is women with uh -huh. uh, uh, not too, too many clothes on them. So... Got it. If you as an SEO, uh, you see that you have 20,000 visitors coming and most of them are not for the intent that you want the page uh -huh. to be about, then uh -huh. what are you even doing? Uh -huh. you, need to, you need to understand that traffic keywords are not everything. You want to ensure wow. that the intent is, matches yes. what, what the category product is about. Interesting. I mean might be the same search, uh, but completely different intent. Exactly. And probably you're attracting a lot of visitors, but they don't have the intent that you're looking for. And this will be probably degrading your overall SEO score. Exactly. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So Darren, I mean, we must talk about AI in this, in, in this context. I know that uh, you are also, you know, beyond you know, leading, you know, major SEO implementations and doing a lot of work on the technical side of, you also have the startup 
founder hat, right? And you've done a lot of things in this, uh, in this area as well. Right. So I would love, uh, you know, for you to share more, how do you see AI is, um, entering the field and how is it reshaping the field or maybe not like, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about AI implementation. I know you're doing a lot of cool stuff at AI studio lab, right. And I would love also to know about, to discuss about GSE guardian, right. Your Chrome extension, but let's probably start with the AI entering SEO again, available for everyone, right. To use. Absolutely. And what's, uh, how do you see this evolving in the next, next years? I was asked if the SERPs are going to disappear and the SERPs are search engine yeah. result pages. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been thinking about ever since <laughs> November. You know how people have important days in, in their minds when something significant happened? Yes. Just like that. Something I emotional. Right, it's happening. Just, just, <laughs> just like that, I have to date. November 30th, 2022, ChatGPT okay. was released. Yes. However, the, the field was new to me. I've been a follower since 2014 of machine learning back then, um, mm -hmm. when neural nets were, were released and a lot of testing were being done. I, I've been following the field for, for such a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. So, to me, just like SEO, this is another passion that um, if they let me, I won't sleep just reading on stuff and trying to do new things. <laughs> um, what I believe that AI is going to do to SEO is that it's going to make it more competitive, why that is. When you have something that shortens the time, that shortens the effort that you need in order for you to get the information that you seek, without a question, you're going to use that, mm -hmm. that tool. So AI, it's not going to replace the need of information that humans have. It's not going to replace the human, various human needs. It's just going to make it that much more efficient. Um, it's going to make it that much more varied and mm -hmm. faster to access to. So what that means to SEO is, well, what do you, as a customer, yourself do you rather spend um 20 minutes 10 minutes five minutes browsing through 10 links 20 links doing research or do you mm -hmm. rather have an ai agent agents like microsoft copilot like a chat yeah. gpt uh, gpt4 or any other of the open source mm -hmm. uh, solutions out there do you rather have something like siri say Go read the 10 articles and give you the information you need. There's no doubt about it. That's, that's where things are going. That's the better solution. So if as an SEO, I cannot see that and understand that that's where things are going. I am covering the sun with 
a single finger, right? I'm just mm -hmm. trying to to prevent the inevitable. So mm -hmm. SEO is not going to change because what we do is not like we were talking about before. We don't we don't worry about the keyword. We worry about the intent. Intent. Intent is always going to be there. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be a need of search. Now, who is going to to who is going to be doing the search? That's what's go going to change. It's not going to be who. It's going to be what. What is going to be doing the search? Well, AI agents probably mm -hmm. now based on LLMs, maybe another stack in the future. But that's the more efficient thing. The LLMs or the AI agents still need to search for that product. It still needs a website or a repository to find the product mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Still need to uh, read the content, parse, understand what the product is. So all of those three things that I talked about, oh, and make sure that that content is of some trust. So those things that I talked about earlier, we can see that they are going to still be relevant in the AI space. Because when I yes. send my agents, I want to make sure that my agent brings me something that I asked for, right? Keywords, mm -hmm. having the right information, writing the meta descriptions, mm -hmm. having mm -hmm. the title, mm -hmm. something that I can trust, has great reviews, has great linkings, has, has great backlinks, something that it is cheap to access. And that's not for me that I, they ask who they want doing the ask. That's for mm -hmm. the LLM or tool provider because they want to make sure that they, their operational costs are as low and efficient as possible. And there okay. are tools out there like structured data that makes that possible. Mm -hmm. So... SEO from that standpoint is not going to change. What's going to change is, well, you're not going to have 10 blue links or 15. You're going to have an agent saying, go to this This is e-commerce e store, has the product you're seeking. It has uh, 20 reviews. It is very trustworthy. Uh, your brother-in-law bought it two years ago from you. You can buy it again from here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. But Interesting. for the AI agent yeah. to, to do that, you needed all those mm -hmm. three things that I, I mentioned previously. Sure, sure. So, I mean, AI is like democratizing those sophisticated, you know, research and implementation tool. Like every, everyone can use it, right? Absolutely. But still, but still the competition is maybe, I mean, the, the search engines, let's say the AI on the search engine side, they need to make some kind of a decisions, right? If everyone making the right analysis, research, implementation, then there need to be probably new ways for them to pick and choose the best, right? Uh, probably more like categories will evolve. Like we talk about trust, about data structures, right? About using, okay, the right intent, not right keywords. So maybe new uh, categories will emerge that are probably differentiating between brands because if everyone has the access to all these amazing tools, no one can eventually win, right? There's going to be uh, some probably more selection criteria, I, I believe. So, Dovin, I wanted to ask you and have your, uh, you know, your your feedback on that. I mean, 
Look, you look at the big big companies versus the new startup, right? I mean, SEO for you is like a fair ground for innovation and and discoverability, or it's just a game of the rich, you know, and doing all these because no one can reach a level of the things that we've discussed here, right? Like today, I just from from a from a different angle altogether, what TikTok did. I mean, you can be like no one with even zero followers. And if you put like few, you know, nicely looking videos out there, they can go viral. TikTok doesn't care how many followers you have, right? What's what's your uh, thought in terms of the SEO game? Okay. Is it uh, like a fair chance for everyone? It's not because it's, it's based mm-hmm. on resources. The, yeah. the more resources you have, the better your SEO most of the times it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not speaking about only money. When I, I talk about resources, I'm, I'm talking about human resources, human knowledge. In order for you mm-hmm. to get the knowledge, you need uh, time, you need investment. So that takes yes. resources. If you are uh, somebody starting up, uh, there are some platforms that are doing very good things. I don't know if I can mention the names, but... Um, you sure? Um, yeah, you can. Well, one is, is based there. Wix has been doing some, yeah. some pretty amazing things on the space to mm-hmm. ensure mm-hmm. that the at least the basics are taken care of, that the resources mm-hmm. that you need, um, that, that you need to invest as a sole, let's say you are a sole proprietor, uh, 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 just a single entrepreneur. Yeah. You want to ensure that the platform that you choose to to build your e-commerce on does not take a lot of resources out of you. It does not take you to know SEO for three, five years in order for you to know mm-hmm. what to put on the page. Um so WordPress is doing still it takes a lot of knowing and so there, there are some good movement in that front. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's never fair because you need resources and yes. not, not all of us always have all, the, all of the resources. However, yes, of course. That's, yep. that, that doesn't mean that there's nothing you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, um, and specifically, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah. and search engines mm-hmm. have been doing... Uh, something on that front. As of late, I don't know if you've seen the rise of Reddit on the mm-hmm. on the SERPs. If you've seen the rise of forums type, yeah, that search engines trying to give a voice to those okay. that do not have as many resources as some mm-hmm. of these these big brands. Interesting. And obviously, all the discussion around SEO is primarily Google, right, and Bing. But we are in a, we live in a, like a multi-platform world, right, and communities. So you have the Amazon side, and obviously, you know, the social networks, and people are searching a lot on social networks. All this discussion that uh, and all the information that you shared, how is it, you know, implemented or? You know, thought about this in the strategy and implementation while you have all these other you know, siloed environments like Amazon and social networks. You want to ensure that you are on as many marketplaces as you can cover. Mm-hmm. 
as your yeah. resources allow you to cover. If you can ship and deliver a, a great customer experience, um, other uh, platforms beyond your own website, e-commerce store, you want to be there not only because you're going to be getting new clients, you're going to be on a new marketplace, but from mm -hmm. an SEO standpoint, that gives you something which is credibility through backlinks. If I see an e-commerce that is listed on Amazon, on eBay, on has TikTok, has Instagram, mm -hmm. all of those things tell me tells me that there's somebody behind this brand that cares, that cares enough to be behind that cares enough to have all of these touch points any yeah. extra points if they are well maintained right if they are if they are not abandoned so not only i can see that as a customer search engines can see that and can mm -hmm. and can reward you in some way in in some in some way under the trust column saying well this this brand is on all these other marketplaces, they certainly or probably needed to be vetted in some way. So mm -hmm. all of those things count. Wow, Darwin, this is uh, I mean, for for anyone who is not expert like you in SEO and think he has some knowledge about SEO like me, <laughs> it's really 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 insightful. And um, you know, obviously, we are we all try to improve. Um, you know the the our level of uh, exposure, right, out there, right. And you mentioned a lot about product pages, right? But you know, people are creating so much content. I heard that only in the last year, maybe more than a year since uh, ChatGPT was launched, the amount of content that was created in the world equals to the amount of content that you know from the beginning of the internet. Wow! Like in in more than one year, so it's really really crazy what's going on. So I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Anything else you want to add that probably we've missed, which is important? Oh, certainly. So you asked me about things that I've been doing on the AI front. I'm a builder by heart. As you mentioned, I have mm -hmm. a couple of uh, plugins and uh, Chrome extensions, not plugins, a, a couple of Chrome extensions in the SEO space, and they make the SEO work that much better. But something that I've been trying to merge my two passions, which is S, um, SEO e-commerce, the web, and AI, it's on something that um, I called, or is called, Add to Car AI. So Add to Car AI is a new way of shopping and this new way of shopping what allows you to do i'm certain you have done groceries and, sure. and if you let me ask you what is the first thing you do when you are doing groceries is it not to make a list you go where do you make your grocery groceries list Yes, uh, if I do it online, so I just pick the previous list or, you know, just uh, adding, you know, the some of the unique items that we need. Do you have uh, anybody send you items? Like for me, for example, I have my wife sending me uh, 50 items list. Every. Of course. So, yes, uh, th sure. then you have to go through each one. 
Um, so when uh, ChatGPT release, not ChatGPT, OpenAI released the APIs, it, mm-hmm. I, I understood that for the first time there was the chance of true semantic understanding of what each of those words on a list mean. So to me, that means that I no longer needed to go through each product page and click add on each one of those items that I wanted to buy. Mm -hmm. So what what I thought was, well, why do I not make something that takes the entire list, understands it, and adds it right away into the car for me to review and buy. Uh-huh. So that's what uh-huh. Add to Car AI is. Add to Car AI takes your shopping list. It doesn't need to be groceries. It can be anything, but let's take groceries. Mm-hmm. Takes your mm-hmm. grocery list, takes, uh, understand, two apples, three cartons of milk, five eggs, and adds those products into the cart with one single click with the amount, the quantity that you specified. Uh, if you put pounds, it, it adds the pounds there. And it does that mm-hmm. because we have the LLM on the back end understanding what those words are. Wow. So before you needed to make a, 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 you needed to make an algorithm to understand each one of those words. That's no longer needed. So we, we submitted a patent. We're patent pending. And uh, mm-hmm. we were accepted into uh, Microsoft for startups. So we, we are working on that. And it will be coming soon for all e-commerce sites, first on, on WooCommerce, then on Shopify. So that's, wow. that's a TVD. And what's the time frame? What's the time frame? Uh, a month. So in a month, really? in a month uh, it'll be on WooCommerce. Amazing. Amazing. So any type of information, please share with us so we can put it in the show notes. Sounds really, really amazing. So you kept the good uh, good news for last, so, right? Sounds good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Darren, so thank you so much. Really exciting. I, I feel that we have at least, uh, we can spend another hour talking about these topics. So probably we keep that for the next uh, episode, probably, that we need to plan. Well, So I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ethan. It's been amazing being here with you. You're a great host. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Your support means the world to us. If today's episode has been insightful for you, consider sharing it with someone who would also benefit. Even one share can make a big difference. Looking to elevate your e-commerce game? Discover Vimy, a multi-channel e-commerce platform that will transform your business with the power of shoppable video. Visit us at vimy.net to learn more. It's vimy, V-I-M-M-I.net. Thank you for being part of our journey. Stay tuned for more invaluable insights in our next episode.